Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Welcome to Podswoggle Wrestling Podcast with Entertainment. This is your host, Mullet, here. Last week we talked WWE and Money in the Bank. Man, wasn't that show adjective here? Well, now let's talk about all the news in wrestling we didn't get a chance to talk about last week. Over at Skype Airways, I have the same members of the Swoggle Squad I had with me last week. We'll start in Miami with Augie. Hey, I'm still here. <laughs> Good God. Always bringing the charisma, Augie Artillis. <laughs> In Chicago is Spencer. Finally. The <laughs> <laughs> building. Spencer Blue Balls Hamilton. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like the Sting the fucking singer over here. <laughs> Tantric ass episode. Tantra son of a bitch. In Chicago is Rich. That's a much... Much more tasteful analogy than what I was going to make. <laughs> which was... <laughs> I'll, take, I'll, I'll take your word for it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which was last week's episode was you uh, like putting the belt around your neck. <laughs> and this, 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 mo- this week is episode. you discovering my body. <laughs> <laughs> well, he went out doing what he With loved. a floor covered in yeah, jizz. Yeah. And speaking of putting a belt around his neck and discovering his body and had the floor covered in jizz in New York is tough. You know, sometimes oh, oh. the transitions just work. <laughs> uh, what was the name of the uh, booker in New, New Japan? Gato. Uh, not kind of true, but for a little bit, I thought that was the same person not ever seeing him as Grado. <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was like, holy shit, this comedy writer can fucking fuck. That would be amazing. <laughs> that I mean, they're great. Both are equally hard to understand. It's very true. It's very true. Uh, if you haven't seen the new Best Friends preview, it is of Grado. And he's still talking about how excited he was. He met Stone Cold Steve Austin at WrestleCon. So, uh, so check that out if you have a chance to check that out yet. But, um, but yeah, uh, want to make sure we had time. You know, as as a wrestling podcast, when uh, when, when like the greatest wrestling match in history happens again, <laughs> we we got to talk about it and everything else that happens. Also, eventually, we eventually, we got to catch Augie up. Um, so he kind of knows what's happening. Um, but I, I've talked enough. Spencer, go. All right. So show and yo. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you. <laughs> We're born. We're starting from the beginning. Yeah. Do, do, do you want to start with that match and just get out of the way? Uh, yeah. I mean, if you want to go down the card quickly. No, nah, let's just start with that match and, and then we'll, we'll talk about other stuff that's fun, too. Oh, you're saying we'll just talk about that match and not talk about anything else. <laughs> um, it's the greatest, in our lifetime, the greatest wrestling match, the greatest storytelling, 
just the greatest in-ring work. It, it's just everything. It's the full, it's the full complete package. It's Kenny Omega versus Kazuchika Okada. Um, I mean, Kenny's been chasing the belt for the last what two years now? Just about two years, something yep. to that effect. Yes, two years. Yep. And it's just the booking is so goddamn intricate. I have no idea how Gato is doing this logic puzzle on a monthly basis, man. It's it's insane. Um, is it, is it is it Gato and Jado? I think it might be both of them. But regardless, it's Gato certainly. Um, dude, what the fuck, man? So first of all, what was their their first match was Russell, Russell Kingdom last January? Yeah, uh, yes. eleven. The match was insane, and uh, Okada wins. Then they have a rematch uh, at Sacro Genesis, I believe. No, is it Dominion, no, Dominion last year? Oh, Dominion last year. Yeah. Uh, and yes. it went. It was the full hour long time limit, and. I, they killed it again, and it was like what better than the draw. first one? Yeah, and it was a draw, and then they finally had their their third match uh, during the G one of that same year, where Kenny ended up winning. So then it becomes the, the first match was like over forty five minutes. Is that right? The second match was a cool was hour, sixty minute draw, and the third match was, was something in the neighborhood of twenty five minutes, maybe. Yeah, because yeah. the G one time limit was thirty minutes. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, so then all of a sudden, all three, all three, or excuse me, all two guys, all two guys, both of the records <laughs> become one, one, and one. So it's like, well, we gotta have one final match to figure out who the, who the actually best dude is. So, so then cut to Dominion this year, and that's where the uh, the rubber meets the road, and we had our best two out of three falls match. Something uh, so incredible also was the patience. They waited until Okada got through literally every single challenger and broke the most defenses record right for the IWGP title yeah. and he and also he named well at the same time also had the broke he broke the record of longest longest uh, reign ever rain. and he by name called out his next opponent and bringing the record into play it was kidding Omega yeah, yeah. Okada Okada's title run here is the best historic ever. Now Okada's title in reign is anything. one of the main reasons. Yeah, in anything. Yeah, you're right. It, it, that's one of the main reasons why this this win for for Kenny is so satisfying is because we had it wasn't just some fucking jamoke that Kenny beat to to get the title. Like that's not the point. There's no you know? transitional champions. No, nothing like that. Yeah. And, and on top of that, there's other things, too, that come into play. I was reading some people point out some some cool stuff. Like, when Kenny was challenging for the belts the other time, he was he was still, like, uh, this is all kayfabe, obviously, but, like, mentally not there. He's still in the ball club. He's leading the ball club. He's having some some weird internal issues with Cody. He's still got the monkey on his back uh, in the form of Abushi, who he never reconciled with, his, like, best friend for years. And so so through all of that, he was never really able to to fully, you know, uh, get the job done and then what happens once he what's you know everything breaks apart with with bullet club he leaves those you know he loves uh, his bad influences behind basically and he and ibushi get back together and he makes up with the the bucks and all of a sudden you know through the power of friendship and positivity you know he, he wins the 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 title and then goes we'll talk on about- to defeat the new day at E3. <laughs> yeah. I was say we'll, we'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about the power of positivity in Kenny Omega in a few minutes. We're gonna confuse the fuck out of Augie in about ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, not, in not- ten minutes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so there's just all these just all these awesome things happening. On top of that, there's like really cool callbacks to previous matches um, that I won't I won't necessarily get into here. Um, but but one in particular is. Uh, the first time he fought uh, Okada, Cody was on the outside. 
just about ready to th- literally throw in the towel for Kenny uh, and ruin his chances of winning the match. Cut to this year, and the guy on the outside in his corner is Ibushi, who has the towel and trusts Kenny enough n- to never even consider throwing it in. Mm-hmm. Like, all, just all kinds of like great little things. Small details. Uh, just down to their movesets. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, you know, Kenny was never able to get off the, the one-way angel right. uh, for, like, a clean pin. Right. Um, but, like, when he does... Because how do you win the G1 match? Was it I don't remember anymore. It was with the angel. Yeah. yeah. The only so, time he hit it. So, like, the only time he, he hits it and can get a pin on it, he... Yeah. Both of those things happen. Yeah. And, and the first pin, too, came after the 30-minute mark, I think. And it was some bullshit roll-up that Okada got on, yeah. on Kenny. So, so, even, like, the... The mini, the miniature booking within the match itself was so good because at that point, as a, as a Kenny, you know, Mark, I'm kind of thinking like, wow, they're just gonna have Okada just win this thing, like, and it's not even gonna be like a cool definitive win, and and it sort of took the wind out of the sails of, of me watching at home and also of the audience there too. You could tell that they were a little defeated, and then when Kenny like fought his way back and got his, you know, his first uh, his first pinfall, it. it it was crazy. Like people were like, okay, shit. Like he might do this. Yeah. It's also, it's protecting moves. That move is still yet to been kicked out of in like four years. Nobody's kicked out of the one wing angel. So when it happens, it's, it's going to mean something. It's like, there's there's people crying. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like there's people crying at the end besides Omega and Ibushi and everybody else. Like, in the audience, like, it just, when it works, it fucking works. And it and this has worked better than anything. They wrestled 70 minutes at the end of a five-hour show. And it was, like, the loudest thing I've heard in a very long time. It was crazy. And, and all the fans are fully behind. Or at, least, at least in Osaka, Osaka Joe Hall, they were. Uh, all, there would be, like, one guy that would try to start an Okada chant. And the entire audience would just immediately drown him out with Kenny chance. Yeah. So it would like the people, that's the thing. Like Okada's reign has never felt tired or boring or, or anything. It's been awesome, but everyone there was fully behind Kenny. They're, they're like, like, let's do it, baby. Uh, and then when, when Kenny won the goddamn thing, he, he, the first thing he does is speak in Japanese, like a fucking fluent Japanese. Mm-hmm. And obviously he speaks English too, so it's like this is the dude, man. Like this is the dude who should be in charge of the company. Like Okada got to do all his cool shit, and it was awesome. But it's like, dude, let's take this shit worldwide. Kenny's the new Bruno Sammartino, ten year reign. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I know Topa, you're not necessarily as keyed in or, or, or caught up, but have you? What have you actually partaken into this? Because you made a reference. Um, in our, our chat that you were you were ready to talk to. I, I just like a big thing about the entire feud, just comparing it to like how WWE and just North American federations have always booked. It's like you always expect the big win to be someone's first match. You build two guys separate by separate, but you literally had to have Kenny Omega go through three matches. Like think about the fact that we've had when people were hearing this, five WWE matches with of Nakamura and AJ right now, and none of those even hold the weight that any of those four matches between Okada and Kenny Omega have. 
And those were, and it had two decisive finishes before uh, the last one. It's just, it's just insane to me that the trajectory I took. Spencer basically said it the best, but uh, yeah, that's fucking good booking. The other, the other thing is too, that like speaking of the booking, when when Naito challenged Okada for the belt at Wrestle Kingdom this year, a lot of people were thinking that Naito might win it, like because. Of the story there with with Okada, um, you were thinking it too, weren't you? I think I yeah. was thinking it, and, and I won't. Get I, think, into... I think we all we all picked him. I yeah, think. not so I, not I. <laughs> so I won't get into Whatever. that too much. But basically, people like it wouldn't have been out of the ordinary at all if Naito would have won there, and it would have been a fine decision. But the fact that Naito lost there, so that we could get this the finish of the story with Kenny and, and Okada, is is huge. It's such patient booking. Well, right. and also juggling too, because. Naito's win was getting the main event yeah. of Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. I mean, yeah. the final match on sure. there, you know? So, like, you're serving many masters at the same time. Mm-hmm. And we also, it, it's interesting to me not to look so far ahead, because when we're recording this, it's before G1 uh, blocks and matches are announced. But by now, you know what they are. Obviously, as we already, crazily enough, start down the road to Wrestle Kingdom being, like, six months away... Mm. We talked about it that Wrestle Kingdom is it's meant to close with the ace. Doesn't matter right. what this what it's set up and for all intents and purposes, Okada is still and will always still be that ace at the moment. So I'm interested to see kind of in the next six months what happens. Obviously, we've talked about we we were surprised we didn't get Omega and Ibushi this year, and it would be a, a shock to for them to not get that chance on that stage. And obviously I think is owed a Wrestle Kingdom main event on that same token that opens up Okada to possibly be kind of like Tanahashi was back in the day where like he still got the main event against Nakamura when Okada was in the undercard. The only thing I could think could equal that is Okada versus your your current Intercontinental Champion. Uh, oh God. <laughs> uh, which, Augie, we made the reference last week. Uh, Augie, you may know who the IWGP Intercontinental Champion is. Not, not personally. Right, I do. <laughs> not, no, you, no, not personally. Uh, yeah, Chris Jericho just has has the second biggest title in New Japan now. <laughs> oh hell yeah! Yeah, well, oh, hell yeah! <laughs> and oh, he's yeah. and he's an insane person. The the year that Chris Jericho is having in 2018 sometimes gives me pause to think: Is he secretly dying? This is make a wish. Yeah, like is this just like his one big year? Right. This is his bucket list year. Yeah. What's that wrong with Fozzie? I'm guessing. No, but he's. I think. No, he he is. is. Yeah, he is. He's starting with Fozzie. Top ten hit. Yeah, yeah. They broke into the top ten this year. He's putting on a cruise. He's. (laughs) <laughs> been on being the elite. He's been at the fucking. Was he in the Royal Rumble? He was in the Royal Rumble. Yeah, he was number yeah. fifty. Yeah, uh, he was in the fucking greatest Royal Rumble. He might have an appearance at all in. He was. Uh, 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 yeah, he, he. Well, maybe if they can meet his quote. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, he was on Wrestle Kingdom. Um, yeah. Was he on Mania? He wasn't on Mania. No, was, no was he wasn't. Mania. Oh, oh no! Oh darn! <laughs> yeah, he. The Raw twenty five though. He was like, yeah, Raw 25. He's oh, the yeah. fucking IWGP Intercontinental Champion. Yep. Like, he's gotten fucked face over. <laughs> he's, I uh, expect it, he was the minister at the, the Meghan Markle and Prince Harry wedding. Sure. <laughs> it's, it's insane, man. Like, he looks like a million bucks, like, in, in the ring. Like, he's, 
uh, interesting. Like, and he, the thing is, like when he when he fought Naito, he fucking stone jumped him before the match even started and beat the shit out of him in ten minutes. Gnarly. So like, even though Naito lost the title, and Jericho is a good wrestler, but he's probably not gonna actually beat Naito in a one on one fight. So so they even still made Naito look good with that booking choice. Yeah, like uh, even after how long would you say the pre-match beatdown was? Straight up like 10 minutes like yeah. at least. Yeah. So even after that the match was like 17 minutes I think. Yeah. So So you got yeah fuck and and what's there was a press conference afterwards like there always is and and Jericho sat down and was talking about how much the title means to him. And it was a really cool mix of like of of uh kayfabe and and shooting because he was saying like he had done 62 tours with New Japan you know, throughout his entire life. And this is the first time he's ever won a, a title. Uh, and unlike Naito, who was just like walking around, didn't give a shit about it, throwing it around. He being, left the title up at the top of the ramp. Yeah, he didn't even bring it to the ring with him. Like, yeah. Naito doesn't care about that belt whatsoever. Which is his MO. It's fine. But Jericho, in contrast, was specifically saying like, this belt means everything to me. I'm going to sleep with this belt. I'm going to eat with this belt. I'm buying a ticket on the airplane next to me for this belt. You know, you know who else did that? Huh? Hulk Hogan in 1994. <laughs> yeah, it's very true. Yeah, he, he was the he Hulk. was the WWF. Yeah, go ahead, Mullet. So after Hulk Hogan gave the Great Moon an insiguri in the middle of a match. <laughs> That's insane. Look it up. That's fucking. Yeah, crazy. he was dub- fucking WWF champion at the time when he went over, and he was giving a, a, a like the post match press conference or whatever afterwards. And he like pointed to the WWF title, the beautiful winged eagle title, by the way. And he said, this is nothing. This is a toy. This is a, like a prop. That's the IWGP. That's what I want. Well, that, and that's also, which I, he was right to say. Uh, but well, this, is a little, this is a little different because uh, I legitimately believe Jericho when he says it. Right. And it's not like he also, was trashing WWE. He's been very good about yeah, yeah, actually yeah. putting Vince yeah. over. And that's also partially his quote unquote reasons as to why he won't work the Long Beach show or he won't work all in is because if he works in America, he feels loyal to Vince McMahon. Right. Um, which I think part of it is true. Also, don't forget in that promo that if we really want to get Augie in this, Chris Jericho said he'd also take a shit with that title, which <laughs> is very important if you bring your title with you to take a dump. Yeah, I, I, that's how much you care about it. It was my yeah. sec. It, it was my second favorite promo of the month. Besides uh, Daniel Bryan's I'm going to kill Big Cass promo. <laughs> that was a good one. Uh, but yeah, anytime you take a dump with your title, I'm all in. Uh, that wasn't me saying I'm going to be at all in. but that's... Uh-oh, <laughs> all in. <laughs> Fuck you, Flip. Um, yeah, it's just not like it's crazy that like the next metamorphosis of Chris Jericho is like he's the new like fucking bruiser bro. Right, right. <laughs> like, he's just. They like there were absolutely Y two J chants in that crowd. More people were fucking booing Naito at, at points, yep. and cheering mm-hmm. for for Jericho. Oh yeah. So New Japan is what's up. It's crazy, and we even like uh, uh, Takahashi is like one of the most popular guys in the company now after Best of Super Juniors, and him and Will Ospreay tried to kill each other. Hiromu showing during the Best of Super Juniors was insane. Um, I didn't watch all of his matches, but I saw two in, sp- uh, in particular against uh, Desperado and against uh, Taiji Ishimori. Yep. And I mean, Hiromu fucking he he earned that the um, was this the best of Super Juniors trophy, and he earned this win against uh, Osprey. I mean, th- this match was fantastic. Um, yes, yeah, so you have a lot of interesting stuff on the horizon. The Long Beach show um, looks like it's going to have uh, Kenny Omega and Cody. The true test for Kenny is if he can get Cody to have that next level match. Um, 
I will see. I mean, yeah. we're also failing to mention that Dominion featured not only Chris Jericho, but also Rey Mysterio Jr. Yeah. <laughs> like, who too. looked... His, his fucking ring gear was out of control. It good. was very good. Uh, he had, he had was, his uh, classic uh, Mysterio mask, but it was painted up to look like the New Japan Lion. It was just so yeah. sick. There was somebody who was like uh, on Reddit had like the the still photo of him Tanahashi and Liger, and they're like, "This just looks like a, a permanent cool team." Yeah, they looked in like awesome. wrestling or a movie. <laughs> like, just those three should just yeah, they look like super together good. for good. Yeah. Um, um, I mean, do you want to talk about the uh, the heavyweight title? The yeah the yeah the Young Bucks uh, the tag the oh, tag sorry the tag yeah tag title. Yeah, the uh, the Young Bucks challenging for the first time ever in the heavyweight division after spending years in the junior heavyweight division and and winning six times there, you know. But it was it was time to move on, and uh, so they challenged uh, who the hell was it? Oh, Lij was Sonata and Evil. Yeah. Uh, um, and before that, yeah, um, they put on what would you say <laughs> 25, 30 pounds of muscle? The motherfuckers are heavyweights. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're they're walking the walk on that one, man. I'll tell you that. The mother, motherfuckers are keeping GNC in business alone. <laughs> They're, they're, they're looking good, man. Um, and, and that, like, it's cool that they won and it's awesome, you know, just like service level. But then there's that next level booking choice where it's like, well, you know, you had Bullet Club and they kind of had the Young Bucks uh, had the junior heavyweight division on lock so that G.O.D. could handle the heavyweight division. Well, all of a sudden, now the Bucks got the heavyweight title, the heavyweight tag titles. What's G.O.D. supposed to be doing? Ain't enough room at the title, that's, at the table. Yeah, that's right. So you know that's going to be setting up some, some more dissension in the ranks there. And I guess we should mention, I'm not even sure if the Young Bucks and Kenny are even in the Bullet Club technically anymore because they've got their own thing going on now, plus Ibushi uh, as the golden elite. Yeah. So maybe they're technically still in it right now, but maybe Club, not for but... long. Maybe not for long. I don't know. We'll see about that. Did you watch... Are you caught up on being the elite? I think so. The end of the last one when uh, they're all celebrating and Cody goes to the door and he has like some peace offerings. Yeah. And he just couldn't do it. Yeah. He couldn't bring himself to apologize. Yeah. Or to, to bury the hatchet. Interesting wrinkles is all I'm going to say. It's, you know, it's just like if you're going to watch a, if you're going to, if your wrestling is going to be a soap opera, watch out the soap opera portion separate from the actual event. Well, also. It's um, one like it helps that their actual soap opera stories are being told in the ring. Um, yes, right. And then two, is somebody who's, banging a rug or chop, something? Who's chopping up carrots? Sorry, it's it's my wife in the kitchen. <laughs> is she tenderizing meat? No, she's cutting vegetables. No. Oh, I was, nailed it. <laughs> uh, but also like. The way they weave the stories in on being the elite, which yeah, it's not like pre-approved or anything. It's like all of them just doing their own thing. They're just like filling in these blanks right. that they're given by New Japan and ROH and whatnot. Yeah, it's not like you have to watch Being the Elite to to understand what's happening. No, but the... it's all wonderful supplemental material. Uh, exactly, and it, yeah, it helps color the picture. Yeah, I mean, and everything is still leading into the fact it's. It's storytelling outside of that that's bringing more people in, and then of course just the like the want and need for everybody to like enjoy something outside of WWE that has all in being a thing. 
that has them already looking at an all-in two, that has ROH tr- possibly running Madison Square Garden, that is AAA running Madison Square Garden, which I'm really looking forward to so Jeff Jarrett can say he sold the building out again. Um, <laughs> like, all these things, like, it's it's a really great, interesting time to see, like, if everyone can kind of get together, get Lucha and Impact working together. You have uh, New Japan kind of seemingly working with Impact with like the Ishimori thing. Um, Fuck, that's like, right. I forgot about that. It, like, it, Ishimori is going to be at Bound for Glory. Oh, shit. Yeah. Because, yeah. like, so that was an interesting thing because he was with All Japan and then he left All Japan because he said he wanted to go work for America. And then he did for like six months and then he just flat out went to New Japan, <laughs> you know, became Bone Soldier. And Impact's like, oh, yeah, we'll still take you. So, like, well, because he was in Impact, wasn't he? Yeah, he was. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, he left All Japan to say he was going to go to America and went to Impact. Right. And then he went to New Japan. Basically, it was a way for him to just get out of the All Japan contract. But now that, you know, Okada, Okada being in a Green Hornet mask has kind of, you know, been forgotten. And Impact is starting to try to work with New Japan again and bury well, the hatchet. And it, it Don Callis helps. helps, yeah. Week of the week, yeah, yeah. Callus is is the big uh, is the callusist, the catalyst. Fuck, <laughs> buddy. Ah, buddy, buddy, buddy. <laughs> Tope, let's talk about video games, huh? Oh, uh, what, what exactly? Video game wise, I mean, as I think the the other biggest up up down down fan on the podcast, along with me. Um, to kind of fuse this together with what Rich and Tope have been talking about, and as I said, to confuse the fuck out of Augie, uh, the fact that we're getting the New Day versus Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks in any fashion is interesting. <laughs> and again, I don't know who's poking it, but this Xavier Woods-Kenny Omega feud is fucking hot as shit. This it's is been... like years in the making. Yeah. yeah. What, three years? Yeah, they've faced yeah. each other before in a tournament, and uh, Xavier needs to get his... Two times. Two times? Yeah. yeah. He's got to get his win yeah. back, baby. Well, they're one on one. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, motherfucker. Yeah. And Xavier's oh. Xavier's hot off of winning a fucking Fortnite tournament today. I think. Mm-hmm. Yep, ten thousand for Connor Skewer. There you go. Um, granted, up up down down's booking just in their Gang Beast tournament alone has been better than <laughs> than anything on WWE. But I just love the fact that like you can go on WWE's website or go on YouTube's like like WWE's channel. And just like all the top stories are about like fucking Kenny Omega, the Young yeah. Bucks. <laughs> the the promo that they're giving this, like when it first started, we just like an article on WWE.com. I was like, oh, that's cool. That's that's cool that they like did that. Yeah. And then like since then, the promo that they're giving it is like a lot. <laughs> well, especially when they first were talking about it, it was like uh, you know, like indie star Kenny Omega. Yeah, and then like yeah. the next week he won the fucking title, and the next article came out put some fucking respect on his name. It was like well, no. IWGP heavyweight. Like, you know, it was like okay, guys, settle down. Yeah, and then it was referenced. Well, IWGP Kenny Omega looks to clean up with his elite <laughs> yeah. super thick party yeah. friends. <laughs> yeah, like, they're using like God, all the trademarks. They're going all in, baby. <laughs> it's like, oh Jesus Christ! It's, I love that right now. The most interesting things that are on the network are in WWE. All revolve around stuff that isn't in WWE. So you got. Gosh. Omega and the Bucks, like with the video game thing with the New Day, uh, like the Hardy like documentary after Money in the Bank is going to cover like all their TNA shit, yeah, with like the Global Wrestling Network like like footage. 
the same thing with like all the table for threes they've done with Jarrett and AJ and Angle and just flat out showing TNA footage. What the fuck? This is um, crazy. This week, something else to wrestle with Pritchard, which I, I like, I don't care about, but it's all about AJ Styles in TNA on the network. <laughs> uh, there was something else I was going to mention, mention too that's driving me nuts. Uh, Corey Graves feuding with CM Punk. I mean, that does technically doesn't count. That's he's not just <laughs> <good> to me. <laughs> Ugh, man, I hate how much my favorite wrestler is such an asshole. <laughs> But kind of, kind of fits, kind of works. Um, yeah, it's just nuts. Like they're trying to tap into everybody to try to like keep up, but they just got a billion dollars. <laughs> yep, one billion dollars would change some shit. You start to stop giving a fuck real quick. Well, really, they just got over two billion dollars. Mm. Well, yeah, just one billion from a new source. Yeah, and then another billion from a regular source. Which, you know, we were talking about that when it first happened, but we can all not get it twisted now because Raw is still making them more money. So Raw will still be the 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 prioritized show. You know, they will hopefully give more shine to SmackDown. But, you know, yeah, uh, not much changes except the schedule. So what I'm... What is everyone thinking about getting we reference G1? By this point, you know, do, you want, do we want to make predictions of stuff that we can already possibly be wrong at? Uh, what, I have no what idea I, what's going to happen with G1, actually. I, I have a fun, I, I'll get to it later probably, but a fun mailbag that kind of is a similar, maybe scratches a similar itch. Every year there's a surprise or two in it, like when it's announced. Like last year was a Bushi. Mm. Um, so I'm interested to see who that would be. Um, I don't even know who would be left. I like to see, like, you know, they give, like, obviously they want to bring Cobb back over. They give Jeff Cobb a good shine in that. That'd, That'd be, be fun. fun. Yeah. Something like him. I mean, Cody's never been in it. Cody could be fun. Um, I think what else they could get that would make fucking sense. Obviously, Jericho won't be. There was a story today that, like, Jericho might not actually be back for a while. So he might be, like, Lesnaring the Intercontinental title. Yeah, I but don't again, expect him to be back for a while. But that could also be Jericho fucking working everybody like he always does. Yeah, that's true. Always. Um, always. I mean, in terms of matches, he's only done two this year, and they were five months apart for, yeah. for, for New Japan. So, yeah. Dude, I'm so fucking confused. At this point, I'm expecting John Cena to be in the fucking G1. God, like amazing. Speaking like, fluent Japanese. Straight up, man. He can. He can do it. So you can hear him call spots in Japanese. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. Um, yeah, it's gonna be gonna be interesting. What what else? Uh, I, I covered, you know, we covered New Japan. I want to make sure we talked about the the crazy New Day stuff. Um, what else? What else is going on? Well, out Lucha there? will have been back for a week at this point. Two weeks actually. Yep. yep. I still need to catch up on season three. <laughs> yes, you do. Um, I don't think there's anything major. Oh well. Not WWE, but of course, also we just had Takeover, which we'll talk about next week. But also, we got all the UK stuff going on as well, which is also very exciting. The new UK tournament that is interesting. Um, which apparently got, there's like a UK division because they, they have a GM now. They have a GM. They have a GM now. They well, have, yeah, that actually all kind of plays into what ITV is doing with the world of sport. Kind of like their second go at it recently. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Like, the UK division is being, like, basically divided up. The UK scene is getting, like, divided up, essentially, into guys signing, like, holding deals with WWE and guys signing deals with World of Sport, essentially. And any indie promotion is, like, split up between the two. It's, like, pretty... It's, like, coming to, like, a fever pitch over there. Um, but WWE are very dumb as ter- in terms Full of... Yeah, well, full stop. <laughs> and then in terms of actually scheduling things, uh, mm, yeah, the, yeah, they're like first weekend of the or the weekend of the UK tournament. They scheduled the same weekend as England's first World Cup uh, game. So like ticket sales are trash on that, apparently, or were. Would it have happened at this point? When is it? Uh, oh. Yeah, I think it's this weekend. I think it's Father's Day. Well, no, it can't be Father's Day weekend. It has to be because uh, mo- Father's Day weekend was Money in the Bank. Um, when is it? I, I, I'm not sure. Somebody's looking up, it sounds like. It, it must be, um, yeah, like end of the – it might be the last weekend in June maybe? Yeah, it's soon. It's very soon. Yeah, it's June 25th and 26th. Okay. Um. But they're also gobbling everybody up. Augie, you'll be very happy to know that WWE has officially signed Tony Storm. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. Time to start watching again. Yep. Um, They're also doing... Well, they're doing another Mae Young classic. So that'll be... They're just running out of people. (laughs) Like, put places. Like, I don't know who's going to be fucking where. But then also the thing I love is that we talk about all these guys, like, working everywhere... WWE's doing the same thing. Like, fucking Adam Cole's going to be defending the North American title just at a fucking Evolve show against Walter because WWE is trying to kill Adam Cole. <laughs> yeah, for real. Do they know what they're doing? <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, if you get a chance, uh, Augie, this, this, if, if you want your butthole to pucker for hours, uh, just look up Walter in all capital letters on YouTube. Um, that's the man... Do you remember that? Uh, do you remember that uh, picture I shared with everybody of that uh, one man whose chest was completely black? Oh yeah, after yeah, yeah, yeah. Walter's the guy that did that to him. <laughs> <laughs> he once chopped Zack Saber Jr. so hard I've never heard a crowd show immediate sympathy for somebody <laughs> so much in my entire life. Over two different videos, two different matches, he tried to kill the poor man. Uh, yeah, so they're sending Adam Cole to wrestle that guy. <laughs> Uh, which, will, which will be fun. Uh, but it's the same thing as, like, uh, fucking they sent Hero. Uh, fucking still calling him Hero. Cash is Ono. He just wants to be called Chris Hero again at this point. Um, they sent Ono to do s- some shit. They sent uh, somebody else recently. Hero just had a, or fuck you. Uh, ono just had a match with uh, Keith Lee over WrestleMania weekend. Yeah. That was at Access. But, yeah, they sent uh, Ono over to Progress for, like, one of their tournaments yeah. or something like wow. that. Uh, 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 Apollo Cruz was the other one. Also, they also sent Apollo oh. to do one of the tournaments as well. That's who I was thinking of um, a couple months back. But like, that's just like fucking cool. Like, why the fuck not? Like, well, and yeah. also there's been talk of adding Progress and ICW to the network as well, which that sure. I'm super fucking into because I've wanted to start watching the Progress yeah. chapters for a long time now, and just just yeah. uh, if if it's on something I already have, it's gonna make it a lot easier. Definitely. More content. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna need you to be a little bit more specific. Because when I search for Walter on YouTube, just this fucking puppet from Jeff Dunham keeps coming up. (laughs) (laughs) No, that's it. Yeah, Walter wrestling. Um. 
also, if you get a chance, we I reference them. I want to make sure everyone knows, uh, like, what PCO Pierre Carlet is doing. So this fucking Quebecer, yeah, like the actual Quebecer. Okay. <laughs> from like twenty five years ago, he's fifty years old now. Is like apparently in like every indie promotion, stealing the fucking show. And he's got videos on YouTube now where like he's turning himself into the Frankenstein monster. And putting like bones through his nose and like working out like a madman. I guarantee you, like mid year prediction, PCO is going to be an NXT this time next year. <laughs> <laughs> um, I actually think. Oh, geez. I need to. Where is it? Yeah. Uh, he will have been at that freelance show that Spencer and I were at last week. No. Who's he way. working? Yes. Uh, Craig Mitchell. Oh my god! For the freelance that. underground championship. Oh, no, no, it is. But I look forward to you sending me a video after that freelance show of him doing the first ever seven twenty Canadian destroyer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, okay, I'm glad I got the heads up then. Okay, very cool. Yeah, it's yeah, it's P- Quebecer Pierre. <laughs> yeah, I never, is I never the hot guy on the for... indies right now. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> that's Don how much Pierre they've. Lafitte. That's how much they've signed everybody else. Yeah. Everybody is committed elsewhere, and even and the guy this vacuum, and even the guy for, who's a top guy is still an old WWF guy. Yep, it's like we, this, we can't exactly. win. I, I yeah, fucking not. sags and knobs over here yeah. going like shit. I think we can do this. <laughs> hey, do you think we can do a three D? <laughs> That's not even that difficult. Um, I cannot fucking wait for two cold Scorpios like Renaissance. <laughs> it's gonna be a lot of fun. That's who fucking Joey Janelle is gonna wrestle at his next spring break. Uh, what else? We can start kind of, kind of keep this a little bit shorter. Wrap this wrap this bad boy up if yeah. there's there's nothing else. Augie, uh, we referenced it last week. Do you have any of those confessions ready? No, I do not. I apologize. They will be ready soon. All right, just while I'm on the check, I know I got reminded earlier in the week, but you know that's fine. Um, what we do have ready are the the mailbag questions. Um, thank you guys again for your submissions to the mailbag. Rich, if you want to uh, bust open that beautiful mailbag and yeah. uh, share what we didn't share last week. And remember, you can always go to arcadeaudio.net slash potswoggle mailbag and uh, submit your comments or queries or whatever you got for us. Um, this one, um, you know, I don't know how much we're going to have to go off of this since none of us have still ever seen this, but um, uh, Shag Mary Kill from Kane Sullivan. Uh, Jessica Lashley, Francis Lashley, and Kathy Lashley and her broom. <laughs> what were the names again? Jessica Lashley, okay. Francis Lashley, and Kathy Lashley and her broom. Okay. okay. All right. So that answers one of my questions. Uh, Kathy with a K, Kathy with a C. Okay. Okay. That's easier because it doesn't make me think of the Hallmark lady. And then, uh, or the, the cartoon lady. And then Francis with an I or Francis with an E? E. Ooh, okay, that's not good. Which one had the this? Kathy. And she has a bro. All right, so obviously I'm fucking Kathy. She's yeah, oh yeah, yep, that, I'm right there with you, buddy. <laughs> uh, that's an easy That's an easy one. I'm going to marry Jessica, and I don't think I could either fuck or kill anybody named Francis. So I'm, I don't think I could ever fuck or marry anybody named Francis, so I'll just kill Francis. I'm right there with you, Mo. That's, yeah, my reasoning, exactly. <laughs> good, perfect. <laughs> Wonderful. The official Potswoggle stance. Yeah. On the, On the Lashley, Lashley sisters. sisters. <laughs> Jinx, I'm, I'm, let's I'm go, girls. Damn it. I know. I'm going to match this up against the, the men and see how I fared. <laughs> yeah. Fuck the one with the mustache. 
<laughs> and our uh, next mailbag uh, is just titled Questions from our good old friend Tyler Barr. Uh, the first question goes to Spencer. Uh, Spencer, who would you book in New Japan's first Money in the Bank ladder match? Three junior heavyweights and three heavyweights. Oh, Tyler, I'm glad you asked. Now, this is an interesting question because the Money in the Bank contract essentially serves the same purpose as winning the G1 special, or the G1 Climax, I should say. And the interesting thing is junior heavyweights don't really participate in the G1 or challenge for the heavyweight title. So I'm just going to pretend like that doesn't matter. Um, yeah, new and, wrinkle. It's hey, New Japan's got a new president now. Sure, yeah, anyone's, anything's possible when a, when a Dutchman's in charge of a company. <laughs> now, th- I'm going to also assume that this is like current day. Like, let's like Dominion just happened, and this is their next paper. Yeah, I would say they're with the current. So, because I wanted to put Beretta in, but Beretta's on injury right now, so I'm not going to worry about Beretta. So, and uh, yeah, because he'd uh, kill himself. I, yeah, it'd be fantastic. <laughs> God, damn so it. I think I basically managed the way I was thinking was. Let's let's be equitable and try to get somebody from each faction. So let's start with the heavyweights first. The first unit came to my head is Ibushi. Um, he's gonna oh, he's gonna kill himself too. Everyone's gonna die. He would, he would kill himself. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm trying to think like okay, so who are people that could potentially challenge for the title and be realistic, more or less? Um, so so Ibushi. Uh, let, me, let me just run the run down the heavyweights. I got Ibushi uh, from the Golden Elite. I've got uh, Ishii from Chaos, the Stone Pitbull, and I've got uh, Minoru Suzuki, uh, obviously the leader of the Suzuki gun. Um, Put a lot of aged men into this fucking ladder match. Yeah, well, my hands are a little bit tied if I'm trying to do the also the additional layout of one person per. Uh-huh. Uh, it gets a little difficult. Um, and it's also like, well, I don't want to include people that are current tag team champions or you know things like that. Okay. So it gets a little tricky. I wanted to put Desperado in. That was that was my choice, I think, for um, for Suzuki Gun. But he's he's a tag he's a tag champ, so decided not to. Um, in terms of junior heavyweights, I went with uh, Kushida. Oh, we're close to the mic. Uh, I went with Kushida, uh, Bushi from Lij, because what's he doing anyway? And Ishimori from uh, from Bullet Club. Um, who who wins it? I have no fucking idea, man. Uh, well, you can find out at Swagglemania. <laughs> Book it. <laughs> well, that's that a thing. very good idea. <laughs> Ichi, Abushi, Minoru, Kashida, Bushi. So I have Abushi and Bushi. Yeah, good luck. What about Abushi? What about uh, you, Bushi? Um, and <laughs> and Ishimori, Taiji Ishimori. Ishimori. I'm very happy you didn't put Will Ospreay in there for all for all the reasons. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next question uh, is for me. Uh, thoughts on Hiromu Takahashi's new finisher? No. What's his new finisher? A butterfly pile driver? Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> it's bad, y'all. It's real bad. Um, God damn it. Uh, let's see. I sent Wooden his. He may have recorded it separately, his answer. So if he gets that to you, great. Um, Tope. Hey. Still watch wrestling? Yeah, I still watch it. All right. Is that the question? Yep. (laughs) Nice. Uh, Augie, I'm just going to assume he's not there. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) 
talks about Scott Steiner and what it's done done, we're gonna be laughing out of your fat asses. And mullet, give me three facts about Scott Steiner, go! Oh, my child's asleep, says Scott Steiner. Never, because he doesn't know where his child is. He has never met a notebook he didn't like. And markers are his anti-drug. You're just looking at things. He loves lamp. <laughs> his wife was chopping vegetables earlier. I'm not... Look, Tope always repeats the same numbers, always talks about tennis. <laughs> now it's three facts about Garrett Bischoff from Podswoggles, Garrett Bischoff expert, Tope. Watch, Tope, give me three facts about a Garrett Bischoff. A Garrett Bischoff plays tennis on Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> he is a fan of friendship, and his Wi-Fi password is Kakuna. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fuck y'all. And that's that it. Thank you so much for uh, sending those in. Again, arcadeaudio.net slash Potswoggle Mailbag. And uh, uh, hopefully we'll have more to read on next week's show. Next week we're going to be talking uh, the news that we've missed from the past couple weeks. Might have some games. Who knows? Uh, we're approaching episode 400. If you have any ideas for what episode 400 should be, send them to us at, uh, at the mailbag or at uh, gmail.com. Um, so we're going to XFL this one? <laughs> sure. Why not? I don't know at this point. Uh, I actually kind of had an idea. We'll talk about it after, after we get off the air. But... Um, Rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts at. Of course, you can also get it at arcadeaudio.net. Follow us on all social media, Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Twitch. Uh, the Twitch stream was last week. Next week, you'll find out who the champion is and who's using their powers or lack of powers. They still have things that they owe after we heard about last week's show. We'll also talk the results of Money in the Bank after Santa Dry Bear Royally fucked them all up. <laughs> and Or it bettered them. He could have helped us out. We don't know at this point. I think that's it. Oh, I uh, wanted to give Rich the opportunity to talk uh, some Pod Slam stuff. Uh, Rich, hit him with uh, the beautiful Pod Slam information as we are just a couple months away. Hell yeah. If you have a podcast, we are still accepting submissions uh, to take the stage with us potentially uh, at Pod Slam 2018 at IO Chicago. Uh, raise the money for Connor's Cure. Head on over to arcadeaudio.net slash Pod Slam to check out the submission link. Uh, also, if you have a business, a project, a company, uh, a, a brand, a, a event coming up, or anything else you'd like to get the word out about, we are um, uh, looking for sponsors as well to help uh, us put this whole dang thing on. Um, so you could uh, find the link at uh, arcadeaudio.net slash podslam or shoot... Uh, man, email to podslamlive at gmail.com. Every little bit helps. Um, and yeah, uh, submissions close on uh, June 31st, and the show is going up September 22nd. Once again, that's here in Chicago, Illinois. Um, yeah, and if you can't make it, there are going to be ways for you to still uh, follow along and check it out. So that should be everything I got right now. Um, but yeah. From everything that's shaping up so far, uh, it's it's gonna be fucking great. It's gonna be good.
I'm right. It's going to be the biggest, the best one. This is uh, Pod Slam 4, right? Yep, 4. Cool. So it's the first one in Trump Towers, <laughs> and it has the 14-man tournament. Just trying to make sure. Last year's was the biggest ever, and it uh-huh. ended, of course, with, with me uh, accidentally body slamming myself through a table. Um, <laughs> I feel like that happened. I fell out of my chair last year, right? right? Like very early on. That's yeah, like probably. our equivalent. That's our equivalent yeah. to Hogan body yeah. slamming. Andre was me almost dying on stage. Yeah. Cool. Well, God knows what's going to happen this year. This year's going to have a weird-ass Ultimate Warrior Hercules mash. Um, Spencer, final thoughts? Uh... If you're interested in checking out the uh, the Discord server where you, you can uh, chat with us regularly, you can do that by checking out arcadeaudio.com. Nope, nope. Patreon.com/slash/arcadeaudio. Uh, and for a uh, for a little what, what three dollars a month, yeah, access yeah. to that that whole that chat room and talk to talk to fellow wrestling fans and cool Doggy. people. Oh, cool. And talk to, and talk to <laughs> <laughs> uh, It's just the, the little community that yeah, it's a fun little, yeah. that we've kind of garnered over the years. Yeah. Absolutely. And you can download Rich. a Discord app, too, so you can just be like, do yeah. that kind of shit on the train or whatever. It's like on your phone. It's yeah. it's like um, a lot of the other uh, kind of chat apps like Slack or whatever where you can, there's all sorts of like cool plugins and extensions and yeah. shit like that, except this is like better and free. Damn right. Rich, any, any other final thoughts? Uh, nah, man, 400 is coming up. Um, oh, actually, yeah, there is uh, other final thoughts that I, I that I do have. Last week, uh, there uh, kind of sprouted out of nowhere um, a a feud over me. It's just th- puberty, Rich. That I wasn't. I this is more than that. Okay, that uh, <laughs> I I didn't know was going to be so dev- just. Divisive, decisive. De- what the what's fuck? What's the word saying? am I looking for? I don't know yet. You haven't got anyway, to the subject. There's <laughs> Team I Rip. Said a complete word. <laughs> Which is perfect because there's Team Rip versus Team Pasta Malone. This is a real thing that's happening on Twitter. God damn it! So what? you're saying there are people? There's a camp that wants to call you Rip. Yes, and there's a camp that wants to call you Pasta Malone. Yes. Where are my dogs at? Where are my dogs at? Where are my dogs at? So, uh. I, I've been I've been kicking this idea around for the last few days, um, inspired by Augie oh so many years ago, when he put forth the the ten thousand dollar challenge of his, if anybody donates that amount of money to the Araka uh, tip jar, he would legally <laughs> change his name to Araka. Jesus. <laughs> so I like to put forth the twenty thousand dollar challenge. That if by the end of the year, if the Arcade Audio Patreon has twenty thousand dollars, <laughs> uh-huh. we will vote on what I change my name to legally. Legally, mm. let's make it happen, folks. By the way, I, I should whatever happens, I take no responsibility for it, even though I was the one that named you Pasta Malone. <laughs> so I, I'm, I do not tell your mother, Rich. I swear to God. Don't worry, I'm not telling her anything. <laughs> Fair point. <laughs> Should have thought about that from the jump. Yeah. Should have thought about that from the jump. Augie, final thoughts? Uh, no, so glad I was able to contribute so much to this show. <laughs> Here's Augie trying to name three random wrestlers. Poor son of a bitch. Augie, name me three random listeners right now that we said on this show. 
Uh, Walter! <laughs> <laughs> the guy who got beat up by Walter! And Adam Cole, who's going to get beat up by Walter? <laughs> <laughs> Took the easy way out, you yeah. son of a bitch. <laughs> Tope, final thoughts. Uh, apologies to Char- Charlie Crusoe. And I'm realizing now I have no clean underwear, so I'm dealing with that. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, Tope. Me too. <laughs> This is a this is gonna be a mess tomorrow because when I wear underwear I use it. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Oh, God. That's so good. It's not reusable. That's all I'm saying. Oh, for Augie, for Rich, for Spencer, and for Bastion fucking Booger in New York. <laughs> this is Mullet signing up for Podswall Wrestling Podcast Entertainment. We are throwing up. <laughs> it's, it's underwear. You don't reuse condoms. I don't reuse underwear. <laughs> You're making it worse. <laughs> Do you think underwear are condoms for your butt? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Hands for your legs. You mean feet? <laughs> diapers. You're thinking of diapers, Tope. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.